Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. So it's February 14th, 2019, and we all know what that means. It's Valentine's Day, or as the girls say, Galentine's Day, or in my case, Valentine's Day. So the second government shutdown starts tomorrow unless a certain individual with a complexion reminiscent of original Orange Fanta decides to accept the same deal they were offered in 2018 and declined. Let me explain the situation like this. You know what? I can't even get into all that. It is not time to talk about the shutdown. It is time to talk about Valentine's Day. None of it makes any sense, but we all speak the language of love. Welcome to Washington, D.C., my friends. This is Politics. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Politics with me, Paul Wharton. You get it? Welcome to episode two of season two. As always, we are live from the Lion Hotel in Washington, D.C., hosted by Jack Inslee and the Full Service Radio crew. Hey, Jack. Hello. (laughs) So it's not all doom and gloom. It is, of course, Valentine's Day. So we wish you all peace, love, and joy. Maybe that extra romance will help to sway our man in the White House to sign off on things and save several federal workers from another period of suffering. If you haven't already, a quick reminder to check out our previous episodes. We have guests ranging from Hollywood megastars, icons of music and fashion and art. On today's show, we're going to talk about love. Of course, how could we not? But not just conventional. I wanted to discuss how wide that term is, but how narrowly we see it portrayed. To help me, I have one of my closest friends. I was going to say one of my oldest friends, but I thought he might scratch me. (laughs) (laughs) A man who goes only by one name, kind of like Madonna. It is Darnell. (laughs) But before we get into everything, politics would not be possible without our fabulous sponsors. Batar Cosmetic Institute. They are the best in facial rejuvenation, body sculpting, and everything aesthetics to ensure that you have a date next Valentine's Day. Check Dr. Batar and his staff out at batarinstitute.com. Mervis Diamonds. So it's not too late to get a gift that sparkles for your special someone. Mervis Diamonds is open today in D.C., Tyson's, and Rockville. Pop over or check them out online at mervisdiamond.com. Metro Offices. They are the premier co-working space in D.C. So I have several offices at Metro. I've been a client for over 10 years, and I attribute much of my business success to Metro's team. Check them out at MetroOffice10.com. Hungry Catering. They're the best corporate catering platform in D.C. that brings you top chefs directly to your office. Online, they're at TryHungry.com. Use code Paul for additional savings. And so, how does one describe a man who somehow has tried everything but still does nothing? (laughs) He's a man of leisure. He's the Gail to my Oprah. The Karen Walker to my Grace Adler. The fabulous Darnell. <laughs> Hi, my love. How are you, Paul? Hello, baby. So how would you describe yourself? Uh, I, I tell you, I just, I live day by day um, just 
thanking God for all of my many blessings. Uh, but fortunately, I, I really, really love the arts and love uh, to play with my friends who, uh, who, like yourself, I like to have lunch and attend wonderful dinners and wonderful events and look fabulous. That's what I do. What's your first question whenever I invite you someplace? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say on one, two, three at the same time. One, two, three. Is, is it, there open bar? Is it open bar? <laughs> <laughs> and is uh, and are they serving uh, wonderful food, uh, free hors d'oeuvres? I don't. I don't like to go to uh, events where they are cash bars. <laughs> <laughs> you're personally offended. It's not about the money. You're just offended. It, it's not about the money. Only because when people come to my events, uh, it it I I give you. Unlimited premium everything. So I, I just believe that it should be uh, reciprocal. Exactly. So listen, do you remember, because we've had so many great times over the years, how did we meet? We met at Darnell's yeah. uh, years ago when I owned the bar over in uh, the U Street Corridor. And I remember seeing this fabulous person uh, come in, and and it's just, and we've just been great friends ever since. This is it's now almost ten years. It's been a long time. Yes. So Darnell's, you know, people in this town know about Darnell's Lounge, and yes. you know, you are synonymous with entertaining and music and good times and the best cocktails, and of course, you get in that kitchen and burn because Darnell's Lounge is not just like any other place. Like you cook the food. I cook the food. Yes. So yes. tell about that experience. Well, it, it was it was it was a wonderful experience. One, um, I I love I love to cook, uh, and I cook. I don't. I'm not a gourmet cook. I only I cook soul food. So I cook the mac and cheese and the greens and the fried chicken, all the stuff that's really 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 bad for you. Speaking of that, not changing the subject, but when I saw you last week, you were so thin. I came home and I threw away all of my juice, all away all of my soda, all of my bread, and so I've actually been and I have not had champagne. And and f- how, when was the event? Six days ago. That was five on uh, Friday night. Wasn't that was it? Friday night. So almost. So I have not had any champagne. Last Thursday. Last Thursday, I have not had any carbs in in, in, in a week. So do I look a little skinny? You really do. <laughs> and and let me just call you out on something. You yes. felt me up for Spanx. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I said, I just see, I just seen you maybe a week prior for yeah. lunch and you look thinner. And I said, I said, did you have something done? I said, are you spanked out? And you said, no. And you did not I have said, I don't Spanx. have on anything. And he felt me up. <laughs> How embarrassing would that have been if I had been lying? <laughs> No, but, but Paul, I tell you, you always look good, and you are encouraging to people all over the world just how to live your best life, but not only how to live your best life, but how to um, just how to just, just to live well and to look well at the same time, and I love you for that. I really appreciate that, Darnell. And I'm not just saying that because you're my friend. You're not? Of course I'm not. Now, we've talked a long time about you coming to work over at Paul Wharton Style. And, you know, I never can quite get you over there, sweetie. What's the, what's the, what's the block? <laughs> well, um, to, well, <laughs> well, well, a couple things. One, um, I, I do want to work, but I don't want to work a, a full-time a, a schedule where you have to be there at 9 in the morning and leave at 5 o'clock. You only get one hour for lunch and that type of thing. So you remember we discussed something about the Will and Grace type situation. Yeah, the Karen and, Walker. And you said that, you know what, you could be my Karen Walker. And I said, sure, I would love that. Well, I, I could at least have champagne at my desk. I did say that, but I also said that just like Karen Walker, you have to leave all your checks in the box on your desk. <laughs> 
You can't capture checks. You need a good stand at home to keep you in the manner which you have become accustomed so I don't have to pay for it. Well, as long as long as we can catch a little sell at Jimmy Choo, that will be fine. <laughs> that that, that will be fine. So, you know, so many people have found love at Darnell's Lounge over the years. Don't you agree? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, there are people who've gotten married and met there. I mean, it was just an amazing, amazing thing. And I'm glad to have had, had played a part in that. And do you feel like, how do you feel about, about love personally in your life? Are you, um, do you think that happily ever after is coming or where are you with love? Well, I, I can't, I, I, you know, you never say never, but um, I, I have been fortunate enough to have, to have been in love Um and it, it is a good feeling, but it's just a different time and a different era. So, like I said, I, I would welcome it but um, if it came, but I would want it to really, really, really be sincere and genuine and authentic. I love that. So, I never found love at Darnell's, but on the other hand, I have been swiping right. And just before Christmas, I matched with a, a lovely gentleman named Drew. So we've been talking for just under two months and not just talking, but FaceTiming. So he's not catfishing me. Oh, awesome. I was getting ready <laughs> to ask you that. So I know that that's all good. And because I respect your opinion, I thought, why not call Drew, get my tenderoni on the line and uh, give him the old friend test between you and Jack over there. What do you think? I would love that. Do we have Drew on the line? We should. I'm here. Hey, Drew. <laughs> Hi, Drew. Hi, how are you? I am fantastic. Can I just start this by saying you are probably the nicest person that I think I've ever talked to uh, in terms of like a, a romantic situation. Um, just really. Have you always been that nice, Drew? What What, what is with that? Are you going to be no, like. It was like the day you and I met, I decided I'm going to be a nice person now. Just like that. <laughs> it's working. It, well, it's got yeah, me convinced. You somehow. <laughs> it's definitely got me convinced. <laughs> so, Darnell, you've seen a couple of people that I've dated in the past. Um, and just like you, none of the past relationships have ever worked out. Absolutely. Well, if you think about it, if we're single, then no relationship we've ever had has worked out for longevity. But maybe you, there have been lessons learned, right? Absolutely. I, I, I believe that. And I also believe that people do come in your life at different phases of your life. Mm-hmm. And when that person comes at that particular time, it's for that particular time. So let's get the friend test out of the way. What do you want to ask Drew? Drew, what do you do for a living? I'm in the travel industry. Uh, are you a travel agent? Are you a pilot? Are you a, what, what, what does that mean? Uh, I'm similar to something like a travel agent, yeah. Oh, awesome. I love awesome. it. Awesome. Very nice. <laughs> awesome. And and you you live you live in Boston. Boston. Yeah. Now, how did this happen, Drew? I'm not exactly sure because we were swiping. You were in New York City. I and, was. And maybe I was as well. I'm not sure how that happened. I guess I was and then I went back my way and you went your way and then we and then we talked actually when we when we started to talk you were already back in Boston, and I was back in D.C. But it hasn't stopped Correct. us yet. No, completely not. It was like serendipitous that we were both in a similar location in New York City at the same time. And then from there, we just connected, and it never ended. Yeah. So we've decided, because our schedules, we keep like going in one direction or another, um, we've decided that we have a date now. On March 30th, we're going to meet in New York City. Oh wow! That is isn't that awesome. going to be that fun? Is awesome. On our three-month so anniversary, 
That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So uh, we decided that we would each pick one thing to do. We would kind of plan it. And then we would have um, an unbiased party uh, decide who was more thoughtful and who had the better kind of thing that they did. And I guess the winner probably gets like a free brunch or something from the other one. Definitely. Or at least like a trip to McDonald's or something. Oh, wait. Hold up. He doesn't eat McDonald's, uh, my love. He does not eat McDonald's. <laughs> so any ideas about what you're going to plan, Drew? Um, I've been thinking about it, but it, it can yet, yet to be revealed. It's not to be discussed with you yet, Paul. I like that. I like you like the Paul, mystery. Well, he likes he needs that. He needs someone to plan stuff, and he does. He's not totally involved in the planning. <laughs> Completely, <laughs> I totally get that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think it sounds quite exciting, Jack. Do you have anything to say on this um, on this lovely day about me meeting Drew eventually in, on March thirtieth? It's inspired the the. Uh, it's inspiring the persistence and the dedication you have to set that date in the future. I'm inspired. Because if something doesn't happen in two weeks for me, I'm kind of like, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, truly, I just got to throw this out there. But truly, like, Paul is such an inspiring person. And the communication that we have is so sincere and so authentic. Like, I love how, Paul, you stretch me on a daily basis to be the best version of myself. And like, that's one reason I just love chatting with you on a regular basis. And I so am looking forward to March 30th. Well, I think it sounds pretty exciting to me, and I guess we'll decide that weekend is if either we're getting married or we're just going to be buddies. <laughs> I, I, I like right that. I do have one more question for you, though. Uh, is this your first long, uh, long distance uh, relationship? Have you, because you're in the travel legend, uh, travel uh, business, uh, have you ever been involved in a long distance situation before? This is this your first I one. I have been. I, I worked on cruise ships for many, many years. So long distance relationships are something that is very normal familiar. for you. Yeah, so, so yeah. Paul, so Paul, what do you Wait, think? I gotta so tell, Paul, I gotta what do tell you think about? What do you think about that? <laughs> hey, hey, Drew. Jack is looking through the glass, and Darnell is looking over his glasses at me like, mm-hmm, one in every port. <laughs> No, no, hell no, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 no. Please really set the record straight. No. That is so not me. And Paul, you can attest for that. Like, you know me pretty well to say that that's just a bunch of, yeah, no. it's not him. <laughs> well, you don't know if it's him or not. Jack. I know him. You just met him three months ago, Paul. No, it's been oh. two months, but I swear I know him. <laughs> I just, see him on FaceTime. He, he sent me a new picture. told oh you <laughs> that this is not new for him. He has. No, he, no I mean, <laughs> let me back up and say the last, the last relationship I had that was long distance was four years. Oh, that's a so, long time. Did that say something to you? That's a successful relationship. Why did y'all break up, by the way? Oh, I think you told me about this. We, we talked last night. I actually talked to him last night. We're, we're still very good friends. Very nice. Yeah. Well, listen, I believe in you. I believe that I have found a great, great, wonderful friend in you. And I believe that we're either going to go hot, hot, hot and heavy, or <laughs> we're just always going to adore each other and be in each other's lives. One way or the and other. Whatever happens is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. I believe that. Yeah. Last words, Jack, since you over there um, rolling your eyes no, around my, your my, head. My heart is warmed. I, I, I'm giving you all the positivity in the world. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Darnell. 
I'll wait till March and then we'll talk again. Darnell, I hope to meet you. Uh, I hope March to meet you too, love. I hope to meet you too, love. And I will tell you this. Paul is an amazing person, and he's also he one of my closest and dearest friends. So I definitely want you to, um, I definitely want you to know that and to treat him accordingly. Absolutely, I promise to do that. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. All right, Drew. Well, listen, you get Thank back you to all. work. I will be All Facetiming right. you later. Yes, I have Perfect. seen him when I was telling people I was going to do this. They're like, "He's catfishing you. You haven't met oh, him yet." Yeah. I'm like, "No, I've seen him. Trust me, I've seen him." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew. I'll talk to you later. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Drew. Take care. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye. Oh, wow. So what'd you think? Um... Ask, uh... I I, I don't know yet. Jack! Jack. I can't tell yet. I I think it's a lot... You you guys have a very, um... You have a lot of rapport together without having met. Mm-hmm. That's not something I'm used to. It seems like you've gotten to know each other on a kind we of really level. We talk in the morning. We talk in the evening. That's a lot of we pressure, FaceTime. though. It's really not. It feels very comfortable. Really, you know, he's he's all about being uh, self aware and being accountable. Um, he's just that kind of person. He's he's a really cool person. I mean, just nicer than most anybody I've ever dated. And you're not worried about meeting. No, worry is not. No, no, no. The worry that I don't feel that I don't feel worried. I feel um, well, for one thing, have you seen a picture of this guy? No. Okay, he's got like no body fat, like at all. Uh He runs like long distances. So that's a little intimidating. You see why I've been starving myself? Well, you look good. (laughs) I mean, but you always look good. You're like, well, a week ago you were there. So now you're that. I'm like, yeah, I can't eat anything. I got till March 30th. I got to weigh 120 pounds. No, I'm just kidding. Totally joking. (laughs) But um, no, but uh, no, I think I think it's going to be great. And like I said, I was fine with waiting for this long period of time for one thing, because I'm busy. But the other thing is because I feel if we work, then we'll start dating. You know, where I'll go there, he'll come, you know, we'll do all that visiting. And if not, we'll just be great friends. But let me ask you this: So, do you feel a do you feel a, a romantic connection with him? I do. You do. Okay. All Very right. much so. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Why? That's not what you felt. No. 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 It's it's not. Th- what do you want me to do? Get naked and tweak my nipples? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, you slut. Yeah, I'm saying. What I'm saying is, there there are people that the, that you can look at them initially and you're attracted to them, but then after you meet them and you talk with them, then you then it just becomes like, oh, this is going to be a good friend of mine. Like, I, like his personality seems to be nice, but I, I don't know. I mean, you've only known him two months. Mm-hmm. But once you, once you physically spend time with him, then you can probably know better if it's going to be physical, you think? I think that on, in the first uh, couple of hours, now, Jack, you know, Darnell doesn't have a lot of experience swiping, right? Darnell, no, you don't swipe. No, I okay. don't swipe. He, yeah, it always, you get in-call service, right? Is that what they call it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. They come, <laughs> come to the house, sweetie. Don't use the front door. Use the service entrance. <laughs> Absolutely. I get that completely. But Jack, you have experience swiping. I do. So when you meet somebody, how long does it take for you to know that you want to get down to business and have like a romantic, you know, intimate relationship? I don't know about romance, but. Oh, oh, um, okay. Instantly. 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 For me, at least. Instantly in person, though. Yeah, in person. I can't. Sometimes I can't tell over text. 
because it, I don't know. You may it may be they may be funny. It may mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. But then once I see the person in real life, I I, I I can usually tell right away. Yeah, that's my point. It's different when you are physically with that person, right? Versus when you're kind of communicating over the phone and you're like FaceTiming or whatever. Uh, have you ever seen him walk down the street, like doing FaceTime? So. <laughs> Yes, I have actually. Yeah. We walk sometimes to talk. So for you, when you're at the grocery store and you see uh, the guy bagging groceries, yeah, how do you know <laughs> that he's the one you're gonna have to come back over to the house? I don't know. We just kind of look at each other and we give each other that look. If he double bags your groceries, you slip in your phone number and tell him to come back. No, you know I drive a <laughs> minivan when I'm going to the grocery store. I just say you want to meet me in the back of the van. Okay, well, let's. <laughs> so on Valentine's Day, now, some of you how may about know. Thank you, yet. <laughs> how about thank you? I love it. Okay, hey, and you know, shame in your game. So some of you may know that I have several businesses, including my website, paulwartonstyle.com. So on that website, we have some great bloggers talking about style, health, travel, and more. One of those bloggers is the Unintentional Gentleman, or Ugent. So Ugent is a men's lifestyle blogger who writes about men's style, grooming, interior design, and travel. So we asked Ugent if they could give some simple tips for men to create a romantic atmosphere at home. And this is what Ugent had to say about making Valentine's Night special. Hi, I'm the editor of the Unintentional Gentleman blog, which is hosted very kindly on the inimitable paulwartonstyle.com website. Thanks very much to Mr. Wharton for having me on his show today. And I'm going to talk about something very simple, which is an issue that many of us men try to overlook as much as we can through the year, and it comes back to bite us on the backside repeatedly. Valentine's Day. Now it doesn't matter whether you're straight or LGBTQ, for some reason the acquirement of a Y chromosome seems to cause many of us to suck at romance and fail horribly in creating ambiance. And we understand. It's an artificial construct. Valentine's Day is a nonsense day created by card companies to sell more, make more money, and every time you book a restaurant, for some reason, the prices have been inflated by 45%, and you can only choose from some fixed-choice menu with a shareable dessert. But don't worry, here at Ugent, we have your back. Instead of heading out for an overinflated meal, why not stay in and cook or order in? No one's going to know so long as you throw away the packaging. But any man can cook or order food. To elevate the evening and really ramp up l'amour, in other words, earn brownie points to be spent at a later date, you should design and decorate your space for the occasion. Particularly if it's something you don't normally do, it will show a lot of extra effort, and trust me, it will impress. Here's a simple, several-point guide to setting the mood. But before we go any further... It's very important to banish from your mind any notions of old boys-to-men videos circa 1994, i.e. serving dinner on a leopard-skin rug by a fireplace. This will only be acceptable if you live in a ski lodge in the 1990s without furniture and are in fact a member of boys-to-men. Rule 1. Plan ahead. No one wants to see how the sausage gets made, and that cannot possibly apply any more than to romance. If you're cooking, clean up before they arrive, and if you have ordered in, decant everything into bowls or plates and ditch the evidence as quickly as you can. Tidy, sort, get it done beforehand. Number 2. Lighting. It's called mood lighting for a very good reason. 
Candles are inherently atmospheric. Buy some small tea lights and get some large scented candles. Yes, we know that scented candles tend to be expensive. Yes, we know that they probably don't smell that much and also that you don't really care about it. But trust us, it all helps to make it work. If you're starting from scratch, tea lights are small, little lights usually come in like a thin metal trim and you can line the windowsills or tables or even the floor with those and it gives a nice effect and then have a couple of large candles around for extra lighting where you are. By the way, battery powered candles work just as well. Fairy lights are also pretty good if you want to run them across a windowsill or uh, along a wall. Don't be afraid to go and spend or just Amazon the hell out of it. Number three, flowers. A lot of men do not fully understand flowers because it's purely decorative, the shelf life of two days. You have to clean it, trim it, feed it, water it, and then eventually just throw it out and it does very little more than contaminate your, your room with pollen. All of that is irrelevant because they look nice and they smell really good. Get over it and buy some. You don't need roses, by the way, although never a bad thing on Valentine's Day. If your partner has a preference, buy those. If you don't know if your partner has a preference, find out and then buy those. And if they don't have a preference or you don't know a way to actually find out without showing that you simply don't know something you should already know, then feel free to buy something either colorful, if you've got a more minimalist, whiter, cleaner sort of space, or buy something a little bit more monotone, perhaps all in one color or just two colors. So that way it'll fit if you have a more colored or colorful space. Number four, furniture. Typically the dining table or the bar or the coffee table slash sink over which we hover while eating are tucked into the corners of the room. But for a special night, switch up the atmosphere, move the furniture into the center of the room, clear as much away as you can, make it look like you're creating an actual atmosphere, creating an actual event. Finally, music. Now, everyone has their own music preference and we won't judge you if you love Katy Perry, Taylor Swift and old Justin Bieber, not the kind of cool stuff he's sort of doing now with Diplo. Pick some music that's going to be nice and fit the atmosphere, something that you like, or just hit Spotify or Pandora or Amazon Prime Music or whatever you're on and get a playlist up. There'll be a ton of them now. Keep it low enough so that it adds a little bit of atmosphere, but doesn't drown out your voices. Simple, easy touches. You can do this part of designing. It'll greatly elevate your night. And you don't have to do this on Valentine's Day. You can do it any night you want. Don't be afraid to just pick a random day and suddenly surprise your partner with something. This is from Unintentional Gentleman. You can check the blog out and more details at paulwartonstyle.com. Thanks very much, Paul, for having us on. Finally, if Darnell is there on the show today, could you please tell him that he owes me a vodka martini? Shaken, not stirred. Happy Valentine's Day. Love it. Love, love, love it. You know, we couldn't leave the, the fellas out, right? Absolutely. Did you like that little, uh, you know, if Darnell is there today? Oh, wow. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Mikhail's a big fan of Darnell's Lounge. I love it. So I used Mikhail. to go to Darnell's Lounge all the time. So definitely check paulwartonstyle.com out. We have daily new features in cuisine, travel, interior design, fashion. Of course, I write a lot of things, my celebrity interviews. It's really a great place to find all of that. So, you know, I was in New York earlier this week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, I did Bevelations on Radio Andy. 
Betty oh, Smith Be- show. Yeah, I saw that. that so was much awesome. fun, right? It was wonderful. We had a lot of fun. And I met a woman named Emily, and she hosts a podcast called Sex with Emily. She's a doctor of human sexuality. Um, Jack, have you heard of her? No, I haven't. Yeah, and she's actually got a new serious show um, on Stars Channel 109. It's a daily show called Sex with Emily. We had such a phenomenal time. Um, and she's actually open to being a part of this show. We may have her on this season, Jack. Um, but we talked a lot about, because I was just still on the talking about the whole Tenderoni thing. Yeah. I asked her, so if I know this person, if we've set the date for March 30th, and I know him for three months at that time, like, is there much waiting for, for sex? No. At that point? Not- Jack is like, what? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> no. Of course not. Right. Do you still do that? Do you wait? Well, I mean, at our age, do you think that's, I mean, do you think it really matters? No, I think you need to probably figure it out pretty quickly if you're compatible. Yeah, I agree agree with that. I'm not into the waiting. My mom's listening. I should probably have said that before. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm... I'm, My mom knew you were going to be on today. She's like, I'm going to listen live. I'm like... Hi, mom. I love your mother. She's so amazing. This will be the NC-17 version of the show. Do you wait? Well, of course I do. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I no, don't. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's been a minute. No, you know. Yes, it's been a while. Yes. Moving on. Um, <laughs> when I'm going back, I'm celebrating uh, Valentine's Day. I'm actually, I came back to do this podcast and share this special day with you all. And tomorrow I'm going back to New York City because my friend Jennifer Lewis has a one-woman show at Lincoln Center tomorrow night. It is the American Songbook Series, um, and it is going to be absolutely Fabulous. I absolutely love Jennifer Lewis. She is so funny. You know, she reminds me of one of my aunties. Of course. Like, she is just so cool. I love her. Hi, Jen. Yeah. Do you like watching our little videos? <laughs> of course I do. Of course I do. I love the ones, even before you had started, like, uh, doing your videos or whatever, when she would sing the song and she would be on the piano. I, yeah. I forget, you know, the one when she was saying, I don't give a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody messing with me in these streets. She, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want nobody messing with me in these Street. She didn't say messing with me. She said fucking with me. Oh, in yeah, she did. yeah, she did. I don't want nobody fucking with me in these streets. He said it, Mom, not me. <laughs> oh, trust me. Your mom know you, darling. <laughs> that is too funny. Well, listen, I went, uh, you know, I was in L.A. last week. Yes. And I stayed with her. And we had so much fun, Darnell. I know you did. We had so much fun. The days are so full. I don't know how she has energy to sustain all that. I would get up at 530 in the morning, go to the set of Blackish with her. She is charging through that set with full on energy. Like she is going. We're running lines in the car. I'm reading lines to her. She's repeating them back. We're in her trailer. The food they have. Oh, my God, Darnell. The food. It's just, oh, God. It's everything you could ever want. It was full catered breakfast and omelets and really? waffle station. And at lunch, they had like a carving station with lamb chops and all oh, sorts of wow. eggplant parmesan. So I'm there on the set. We have such a great time. And then, you know, there's always something to do with her. Then we go back to her house. We have a glass of wine. We play Scrabble. We go to a show at night. I mean, we're like, I can't even tell you. Is she a cook, though? Does she cook? She's not. Okay. No, she okay. she's not. But it, the interesting thing is, you know, I have my second book deal. Yeah. And um, 
and I'm working on the book now. I yeah. haven't signed the agreement, but I'm working on the book since they offered it. I'm going to do it either with them or someone else. I hope my publisher's not listening. Anyway, I love you, but you know, there's other yeah. options. Um, but the second book has me cooking with friends, cooking okay. and entertaining. So the book is going to feature um, lots of recipes and lots of tips, but it's going to feature uh, 10 to 15 of my friends and I cooking. Some are famous, some are not, and they're living all over the world. And we're going to shoot them really beautifully. I love it. Isn't that going to be great? I, I love it. Do you remember? Well, we've we've had dinner so many times, but do you remember when you <laughs> called me randomly and was just like, "Come over, I'm going to cook. I'm going to cook you brunch," and I was like, "Sure." And when I came to your apartment, I the. I, my my mouth dropped. It was just the whole table was just filled with like potatoes and fresh fruit and bacon and sausage and waffles and eggs and 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 bagels and she. I said I said are we expecting? I said, you said who else is coming? I said who, who else is coming? And you said oh no this is this is for you because I love you so much. And I said Paul this is way too, way too much. But I tell you you are definitely but you cook well. But Paul knows how to cook gourmet stuff. Mm-hmm. He cooks stuff that I really don't know how to cook. Like you would do something like I would just throw the eggs in a pan and just put some cheese and some yeah. salt and pepper on it. You're gonna like you're fr- gonna post you a frittata. Yeah, you're gonna make a yeah. frittata and put the <laughs> get the, the pie crust and da da da. I said, sweetie, you don't have to do all of that. You said, no, this is the way I, I make my. This is the only way I know how to make it. Because when I was coming up, you know, my mom she would cook like a gourmet chef. Oh wow, she would actually go into her cookbooks and we would know her. Oh, mom's in in the um, Better Home and Gardens cookbook tonight, or she's in the Martha Stewart cookbook. Oh, wow. Like, she would go and look through her cookbooks, make her grocery list, and then she would make these elaborate gourmet meals. And so that's how I learned. So the stuff that I cook on a regular basis, I don't need a recipe for anymore. Wow. Um, But I actually see Chairman Hall cooking a lot on her Instagram, and I actually taught her (laughs) how how to make her brunch because she used to come over to my house when I lived in New York. Um, like circa 2014. Yeah. And I would teach her, I had her over for brunch and c- congratulations, Tamron, on your new show. You know, she's got a, a new talk show coming Hi, out in the Tamara. fall. Hi, Tamara. Tamron, yeah. Tamron, how are you? <laughs> so she's got a new talk show coming out in the fall, um, which I am super thrilled about. But I made her my quiche. Oh, I love your quiche. And the quiche, wonderful. I love your quiche. And the breakfast potatoes. And, and, and just, it's really about you know, um, not just putting some potatoes in it, but, you know, the way I do it where I, I uh, cube all my potatoes, the red potatoes and the white potatoes, and then I cut up my peppers and onions, and then I put all my olive oil and all that, um, and I mix it all up together, and I season it with the cayenne pepper, and then I lay it all out on a um, on a cookie sheet. Yeah. And then I, I uh, put it on broil. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like flash it up. So it's like each it's not it's like a single layer. And then I take all that out and then I put it and then I bake it for about 20 minutes after that. And I'm telling you, it's so good. I had it. You had it. Yeah, of course. So it's all about the process. It's all it's all it's all about the process. I absolutely. But but again, it's shout out to your mom and to my mom and to all of the wonderful mothers out there. Happy Valentine's Day to all of the wonderful moms. Um, But it, 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 it really is a blessing when your when your parents can teach you those things and and you don't realize it. Like when I was younger, I was sent down south to learn, and Big Mama would have me cooking. So my fried, my potatoes would be much different. They would be in a big old black iron skillet, skillet and um, and we would use the grease from the bacon and we just 
put the onions and the peppers and the potatoes and just stir them up in a pot. And then when they look like they're almost burnt, then they're done. <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> well, nobody makes crab cakes like you. You know, maybe in this new book, I have to have you in there with your crab cake oh recipe. Oh, my God. I make the best crab cakes in the world. You really do. I don't even go to restaurants to get crab cakes. I make them for all of my special friends. And you know what I love about your crab cakes and just the way that you cook? You know there's, there's so much love there. You had invited me to your new gallery space the other week. Yes. And you said, and I, I wasn't able to make it, but you said, you know, you come, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make you crab cakes. Yes. And I said, oh my God, he <laughs> makes those with so much love. You do, you know that, right? I, I do. I, everything I do with my friends is, it's, 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 so I don't feel like I'm being slighted for Valentine's Day because I have amazing friends that I love and that love me back. So happy Valentine's Day yes. to all of my wonderful friends. Oh, absolutely. They love you so much. Much. But I do want to talk just a bit about your foray into the art world. Tell us about your new gallery space. So my my gallery space. What I did, I turned uh, I turned one of my homes, uh, the first floor in the Petworth area in D.C. Um, I turned that space into a space, and the theme of it is my friends and artists. And so there are so many artists that are that are floating around here in D.C. and around the world that people don't know that do not have a place to showcase their work. And so what I did, it's 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 very simple. I just took some white paint and put up some track lights and said, "This is my gallery." Yeah. Uh, and um, and so we 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 use it where people can come in and just put their art on the wall and and just feel like they have a space to be to be showcased. And like <clears throat> and like you like we were talking earlier. Um, it's also now the space where I, I have my friends over and we drink champagne and eat crab cakes like we're eating in a gallery. I really tell you, I mimic that rich shit all the time. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if I could just get you not to cash your paycheck, you can come right over there to Paul Wharton style and be rich all day long. <laughs> no, I really, really no, I, I'm, no, this is going to come to a halt. I really need to go get a paycheck. I, I, I really do. I, I really do. Let's just keep running it for now. Yeah, that's what we'll do. So since we're celebrating Palentine's Day, I don't know what Jack's current situation is. Uh, Jack, do you have a date tonight? Uh, I will be here at the Line Hotel. Mm-hmm. We're having a Heartbreakers Ball with Transformer Art Gallery. They're going to be selling artwork from the radio station. We're going to have uh, DJs in here. So that's my date. That's your date. That's my date. What about a late night date? To be determined. Oh, like you haven't met that person yet? You haven't swiped yet, but maybe. <laughs> How fast does it happen in your world, Jack? What? Like from Well, Darnell and I are, are, are two gay gentlemen, and, yes. and you're a straight gentleman. Or, or what are you? Are you? Do you define your situation? Straightish, oh, yeah. You're straightish, okay. Um, straightish? Oh, good. Straightish. Well, if Drew doesn't work out, <laughs> get these fees down. Okay, good to know. Quickly, though, I'm to holler at your you question. At, uh, March 31st. <laughs> but, um, so, so, yeah. Oh, so quickly. Quickly, yeah. Mm. These days, the older I get. I mean, I. I don't really see much of a reason for you know what's funny actually (laughs) this sounds backwards but if i really 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 like somebody i'm more inclined to take it slower then to take it slower Mm -hmm. well that's about normal don't you think because yeah because you know it's not just for a good time it's for a long time right exactly but it depends on the person because maybe you really get along with somebody who's also just there for a good time as well it's very dependent on the person i think but Mm -hmm. i have very few reasons to wait Ooh, okay. And when you say wait, Jack, wait like how long? Yeah. I mean, a week, two, a month, three months. Oh, God. No, that's it. Listen. No, that's too long. Listen, I mean, a, 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 a week few is dates. a few dates. Yeah. 
And and when you first meet somebody, you're trying to get those first few dates out in this first week, probably, right? I, if you like them, yeah. right? Because then you'll want to see them again soon. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Okay. I have a friend um, who invited me out tonight. <laughs> just a, you know, one of my straight guy friends. You know, just totally like just my homeboy. You know, and um, I don't know that I want to do anything. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> feel like going out and being... Like, like, yeah, doing all that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And he's like, I, you know, recently his, his girlfriend moved back to L.A. and they're trying long distance. I don't think she's coming back. I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, so that's OK. I mean, I just feel badly for my friend. But he's like, yeah, we're going to try long distance. I'm like, did she leave a toothbrush? He's like, no, it's funny you say that. She's got a specialty one. She took it with her. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it for that. Um, so, I mean. I'm not into it, but do you think I should go for my friend and like go and go through the rituals of this Valentine's Day thing to keep him company? Uh, I think that would look a little. Would you think? How would? Well, at a restaurant. Well, everybody definitely would think that we're there on a date. Yeah, no I'm, doubt about I'm, it. I mean, I'm, Valentine's thinking. Day night, two two guys hanging out. Well, you know. I mean, what, who what's cares the what people think? But what? Like, I mean, would you go out just to a bar and sit at the bar and have drinks and? Well, my tours? alternative is to condition my hair and to put a face mask on and prepare for my trip back to New York tomorrow. That's what sounds good to me. Yeah, that sounds like self love. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we'll just top that off with a little more self love, and I think I'll be good. <laughs> a- absolutely. Well, let me tell you something. All I know is we are filled with love today. I am loving so much. Darnell, thank you for agreeing pretty much at the last minute. I mean, I called you last night. I said, you know what? Who would be fun? I've been saying that all week long to myself. Who would be fun to have on the podcast? Who would be really interesting? And I said, oh, Darnell. And thank you. That was the easiest thing you've ever committed to because usually you're like, is there open bar? No. Who's going to be there? <laughs> honey, what should I wear? What's it giving? <laughs> What's it giving, honey? <laughs> yeah, I don't just show up. And guess what? I'm invited to everything, darling. Mm-hmm. And if I don't come, that doesn't mean I was not invited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what made you come today? Oh, because I truly, 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 truly love you. And also, I've never, I've never been in a studio with like mics and earphones and all of that kind of stuff. And so I really, really was like, this would be a good experience. And, uh, and I wanted to spend a little time with my friend on Valentine's Day. I really did. Oh, I love that. I really did. Because you're always so busy. I'm a busy little bee. Yeah, you re- you really you really are. And as a matter of fact, I don't know if we discussed this or not. Is this a paid gig? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take you right over there to. Don't be looking back at Jack. He said, "Look, <laughs> you better holler at him. Maybe he'll maybe he'll be ish on you. <laughs> get you in one of these get you one of these rooms at the line. I'm gonna take you over here to the bar and buy you a glass of champagne. I'm, no, I, yes. I'm, I'm on a 14 day cleanse. I can't have any. I can't have any oh, champagne. Darn. I can't darn, have any now, champagne. I was gonna get you the best champagne they had. I know. Well, that's all I drink is the best champagne. But I can't. You know, I can't drink champagne right now. I'm. You know, I'm on that. I'm trying to. I. I cannot be the fat friend. No, you cannot, and you won't be. You know what I, I told my doorman the other day? I said I will not be the friend at the pool with the t-shirt with the white t-shirt on in the pool this summer. Oh, absolutely! But you know he not. didn't laugh, and I said, "Oh shit, that didn't go over well." He must be the friend with the white t-shirt on in the pool. 
no. I said, okay, know your audience. No. Because you know I'm working on a new one-man show. Really? Yeah, I'm going to test it out. You know, I've done a few at the improv. Okay. But it's always with um, somebody else. Like, okay. I'll take half the time, they take half the time, but I'm doing a full show. Okay. And I think I'm going to open it up um, in April at the DC Improv. I can see that. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to test it out, and then I'm going to kind of grow it. I like to put a little music into it and really tell stories. Um, one thing that I've been working on that I'm super excited I want to tell you about, you know I'm working on a candle line, a line of candles. Really? Yes, and I have them. They're actually, the, the first one, they're all based on experiences that I've had, and I'll share the first one. I told you about my mom's uh, best friend growing up, Aunt Vera. Aunt Vera, Did absolutely. you meet Aunt Vera? I'm, of course I met Aunt Vera. I love Aunt Vera. Tell people about her laugh. Oh. Don't you just, <laughs> the laugh. It's like Aunt Vera, and it's like she, uh, what a joy. Isn't she uh, a joy? She is a joy, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, as a kid, all that joy, if you could imagine the way she is now, I mean, 30 years ago, I mean, talk about vibrating at a level that's off the scales. So I love my Aunt Vera. She would just hug me up and kiss me down. She does, she does that me, to everybody. She does that, right? Yeah, she's just an amazing, amazing person. She is an amazing person. But when I was a kid, it was extra special yeah. to me. So when I started going to school, I found that, you know, I had those school time jitters. Yeah. And I remember going to the bus stop, which wasn't far from where we lived, the school bus stop. And I was getting nervous in the morning. And I guess that got back to a beer or maybe I shared it or my mom shared it. But I remember Umbira driving across the Beltway in the D.C. area at 6.30 in the morning to get to our house oh, in the morning wow. and picking me up in her Rolls Royce. Umbira had a green Rolls <laughs> Royce. Okay. I love Aunt Vera. So her two cars were a navy blue um, Corvette Stingray with a four-speed manual <laughs> yes. transmission with side pipes and the smoke would come out the oh, side. Oh, God, I love it. And she would wear, she and my mom would wear their mini skirts and their stiletto heels and when they would roll up to the house, the car, the, that Corvette was so loud. Rum, 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 rum. Yes. And they and the smoke would be coming out the side and Aunt Vera would be spinning it around in a circle and they would jump out the side so you, you would burn your leg if you just stepped right out. Absolutely. You would have to jump over it. So the Rolls Royce, you know, as a kid, I loved cars. If I even saw, even at night, if I saw the shape of some lights, I would know what kind of car that was. Oh, wow. I love cars, too. I was a kid like that. Yeah. So I just think that I wrapped up all of that love Aunt Vera would give me, and she would come over, and she would pick me up, and she would take me down to the bus stop, and all the kids would open the the windows to the bus, and they would say, oh, my God, it's a Rolls Royce. <laughs> and I would get out like like, like Mr. Universe and wave, yes, yes it is, yes. and I'm getting out of it. You you learned early. I you did. Do, you do that now. I do that now. You know me. You know me so well. And when we would go over to Aunt Vera's house, my mom and Aunt Vera would be in the kitchen and um, having cocktails, and the kid, other kids would be upstairs playing, and I would sneak down to Anvira's garage and I would open the door to the garage and I would sit on the step and I would stare at that Rolls Royce. I was obsessed with it. Absolutely. And there was a scent in that car and in her whole garage and it smelled like wood and leather and Anvira's perfume. Oh, wow. And I, and I can believe that. And that to me, yeah. that scent, which I've never forgotten, was very comforting 
It smelled like excellence. It smelled like confidence. Yes. It smelled fabulous. It smelled rich. It smelled rich. Yes. Okay. So the first candle of the Paul Wharton home line is Aunt Vera's Rolls Royce. I love it. It's Aunt Vera's Rolls Royce. I, I, I love it. I wish it was available for Valentine's Day. Well, it is to some. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is to some. I've just got them in. We just with working with my creative team with Aida and working on the 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 jars and the labels and it's all natural coconut wax. So, I mean, for people that are worried about fake stuff and, and all of these yeah. toxic things in the air, this candle is all natural and it's the essence of living Malabar teakwood with exotic rich leather and just a hint of spicy sweetness. That's reminiscent of Aunt Vera's perfume. I love it. Do you love it? I I, I, I I absolutely love it. And you know what? And speaking of like Aunt Vera and like your mom, like you've met like my aunties and my and my relatives, Valentine's Day really has just it's not just about lovers, it's about spreading love and 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 people giving you love. And like yourself, and I think that's one of the main reasons why we connected uh so early, um you grew up in a loving family, lovely mom. I've met your dad. I mean, just I met your aunties and, and vice versa. And so in order to actually show that type of love, I think it's very important to instill that type of love in your children, uh, you know, much earlier on. And, and so people can know really what love feels like and what love, like you said, the, the candle, yeah. what love smells like. Absolutely. And, 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 and just shout out to all of the, the aunties and uncles and moms and relatives who actually spread it so much spread it so much love um when we were kids and even and even to this day for those who don't have a valentine Mm -hmm. and don't have a lover or partner um um just know that you know just think about your auntie or your uncle or your mom or someone who actually gave you those hugs and met you at this at the Speaking of like love, like Uncle Bobby, who made me fight somebody who kept picking on me, uh, he came up to my school. Um, yeah. But again, you know, it's all about love, and that's and it's very important because Valentine's Day can go one or two ways. It can go good or bad, and you have to be strong enough to know, especially what's going on in the world today with so much hatred and so much of this and so much of that, not getting into the racism and all mm-hmm. that type of thing. But love is very, 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 very important. So let's just make sure we all spread love for Valentine's Day. And I really can't wait to smell Aunt Vera's candle. I, I love I can, that. I can, I can smell it in my she head already. She doesn't even know that I'm doing oh, it. Oh, she's going to really, really love that. That's and, going to bring tears to her And eyes. on the tab that, that hangs off the back, one yeah. side it says Paul Wharton Home, and on the other side, on the top, there's a picture of Aunt Vera waving from the Rolls Royce. Oh, from 1982. Oh my! God. And then below that, I tell the story. So it is all about love. I want to send some extra love to my sister Holly, to Hi, my Holly. nieces. Yes, I love Holly. Too. <laughs> I know the whole family. I feel like I'm a part of the family. You are a part of the family. Hi, Holly. To my nieces, Anasia, Nadia, Sienna, to my dad, my stepmother Renee, um, my whole family, your whole family. Jack, holler at your mama for me. <laughs> Tell her that uh, I'm sending her love. So Valentine's Day may not be a real holiday, but let's use it as a reminder that we all fall in love the same way. We all deserve to be loved. And maybe we should judge other couples and people a little less and show a little more heart. 
I love you all. Thank you for listening today. Darnell, thank you. Thank I love you. you, my brother. I love you, Drew, too. I hope we're still on for our date in March, and I hope we didn't scare you all. <laughs> Tell your friends about politics, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye, darling. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. Here, pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here, pulling it all together.